the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. And in addition to my JD, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law. That is to say, I am both a master of the laws of taxation law and a master of the laws of intellectual property law. Now, because of my education and my training and my experiences and my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and wealth creation and wealth preservation and wealth transfer and the roles that these particular aspects of the economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. Yes, I said bankruptcy law because it is my firm belief that the effective and equitable and fair use by practitioners in bankruptcy courts of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4 of the United States Constitution, also known as the Bankruptcy Code, which is articulated by Congress in federal statutes, such as the Federal Bankruptcy Code, and by the United States Supreme Court in the Federal Rules of Bankruptcy Procedures, and the myriad of federal and state debt collection and fair debt collection and transfer laws, along with the applicable federal and state case law, bankruptcy law is not just all about the money, 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 but more importantly, it's all about the reclamation, redemption, and revitalization of the economic lives of financially distressed individuals, families, and businesses, but only those distressed financial family units and business entities that are headed by honest folks, but who sometimes temporarily uh, are unfortunate uh, because we're human beings and they sometimes make bad financial decisions on their own right or they're impacted by outside forces that are beyond their control that basically push them into financial distress, such as a worldwide COVID-19 pandemic that according to the CDC, as of September 30th, 2021, has already killed 694,701 Americans and many, many times that worldwide. 
and there are also other man-made and natural disasters that sometimes force uh, people like you and me into financial distress. And so that's why I practice bankruptcy law. I really like helping the honest debtor figure out a way to dig him or herself out of a financial ditch that they either throw themselves into or their own right, or they got driven off the road by someone or something that's out of their control on the one hand. And I also like helping the honest creditor vindicate his or her rights against a debtor in a bankruptcy case by making sure that that debtor treats that creditor fairly and even-handedly throughout the process, on the other hand. So, I also practice um, debt wealth management, states and trusts, real estate, and of course taxation law because they all tie in and focus on the money, money, money. Now, with these areas of interest, I, I, I focus in on and I've spent the greater part of, of almost the nearly 40 years I've been an adult uh, both before and after getting my license to practice law fighting for the economic empowerment and independence and autonomy of women people of color communities of color including indigenous Americans and because I grew up as a military brat I also proudly serve veterans of all stripes and when the situation presents itself, I sometimes am able to at least attempt to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves, ourselves, the targets of, and unfortunately more and more, the victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse you could ever imagine that unfortunately is running rampant in our society today. So. I'm coming to you again today to discuss the financial and legal issues confronting individuals, families, and small business owners. However, as always, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that's tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with at least an outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help I sincerely believe you need if you're having a legal issue that intersects with your money, your finances, or your other assets. So, over the past several weeks, I've heard from so many of you wanting me to continue our discussion on what residential and commercial tenants should do next. Now that the Supreme Court has shut down the CDC's nationwide eviction moratorium and the $47 billion with the B Federal Emergency Relief Program needs, in my opinion, a large and continuous infusion of a plant-based laxative to get that money out the door. And now that California the California legislature and Governor Newsom have decided to let our statewide moratorium lapse as of this past Thursday, September 30th, 2021 at midnight. So the question before us today is, 
What's a tenant who's behind in his or her rent and, tangentially, his or her landlord supposed to do in this brave new world? Know that there's always an alternate option out there somewhere in the universe uh, to deal with our current situation and problem that sometimes is just out of view. But if we are persistent and keep the faith and keep moving forward and never say die, we might bring it into view. And while the answer will likely come with obstacles and other things attached to it that we must overcome, if we want to have success, we have to overcome those obstacles and move forward. Now, in this instance, it might just be that you, Mr. or Ms. Residential or Commercial Tenant, and you, Ms. or Mr. Mom and Pop Landlord, might be protected by a local, municipal, or county eviction halting ordinance that's attached to some state-run emergency rental relief funds that you can apply for to, and can be used to pay your unpaid utility bills and your unpaid rent of you residential tenants or you small business landlords who, we have to remember, the landlords are just as broke as the tenants in some instances. Well, don't believe me? Just ask the political leaders in cities such as Berkeley, California, Oakland, California, and the counties of Alameda, California, Fresno, California, and Solano County, all in Northern California, what they've been able to do and what they've come up with to counter the negative uh, impacts of their citizens since the outbreak of COVID-19 to help their fellow citizens survive this pandemic. I'll share some of those details in a bit, but first let's level set here. Starting today, the day the show is recorded, Friday, the first day of October, for the first time in more than a year, landlords will be able to kick to the curb tenants who have not been paying their rent. However, other kinds of financial aid are or may be available, and this financial relief may actually be more helpful than the assistance that we have discussed thus far. You must understand that although the statewide, the California statewide eviction moratorium expired on September 30th, some places in California have in place local ordinances that could continue to prevent eviction and your town or your county might just be one such place. And I'm going to go into a bit of, of detail a bit later. But no matter where you live in California, people who meet the income requirements can take advantage of a state program that offers to pay 100% of your back rent that has accrued during this pandemic, as well as your unpaid water and utility bills. That's because California has made 
a 7.2 billion with a B fund available and it's entitled the rent forgiveness program and it's separate and distinct from the constipated federal emergency relief program that I've been ragging on for the last several weeks now according to an analysis by the policy link group and uh, the University of Southern California's Economic Research Institute, some 14% of California whole households owe back rent, which amounts to a total of $2.5 billion with a B in rent debt. And that amount is way less than half of this fund that has been set up. So, please know that for the California program, there is no deadline to apply, and the state will continue to dole out these funds until they run dry. Eligible Californians can get up to 18 months of back rent covered. However, you must apply as soon as possible, but no one should fear the rent relief program is going away anytime soon. This according to Gustavo Valenzquez, the director of the state's Department of Housing and Community Development, as he told the Los Angeles Times recently. So, when we come back, I'll continue this high-level review of the California Rent Forgiveness Program and also look at the Northern California cities and counties that still have local eviction moratoria in place. But first, we'll take a break and I'll see you on the other side. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our ongoing discussion of what may be the final frontier for staying in your residential and maybe even your commercial rental unit if your city or county has implemented a local eviction ordinance here in California and that just might be the case. Just like the cities of Berkeley and Oakland and the county and and the city of Fresno and the counties of Alameda and Solano all in northern California but first let's continue and complete our high-level overview of the California rent forgiveness program that's that fund that that, that 7.2 billion dollars that might help you dig yourself out of your back rental ditch the program is available to all Californians no matter where you live and if you meet the income requirements you can take advantage of this state-run program that offers to pay 100% of the back rent accrued during the pandemic as well as any of your unpaid water or electricity bill. Now this 7.2 billion with a B dollars uh, of this available fund for the rental and it's called the rent forgiveness program is again separate and distinct from the federal emergency rental relief program that I have just beaten about the face and neck continuously <laughs> it's different so let's give it a try now to qualify for this California rental assistance program you must 
have been somehow financially harmed by the pandemic. Though no proof is required. Let's put a pin in this for a second. The, the requirements of documentation and proof is one of the biggest hurdles with the federal program. Not that I'm saying, you know, everybody is honest and there might not be one or two people who are going to make stuff up, but that's going to happen anyway. It's because the federal program does not have the man and woman power needed to sort through all of the documentation that was required. So I guess California learned and says no proof is required. But again, I urge people to be honest with programs because there is, you know, those who listen to this show and to this station, we're basically people of faith. And one thing we do know, that what goes around comes around. That's how they say it in the black community. But it basically means do unto others as you would have them do unto you because ultimately they are going to do it unto you. So please don't abuse this program. It does not have a proof requirement which should expedite the process, but it's not open for people who want to take advantage of it. Okay, so again, uh, to qualify, you must have somehow been financially harmed by the pandemic, though no proof is required, and your income must be below 80% of the annual median income of your community, your region. That means for a family of four in Los Angeles, as long as their income is below $94,600, that family would qualify for this assistance. And let's take that same family that's located in San Diego, San Diego, as long as their family income was below $97,000, they would qualify. And the same size family in San Jose with income below $117,750 would also qualify. So as you can see, a wide swath of people can qualify for these programs. So where did the money come from? Now, the money is our money. The money is from and for Californians that has been made possible in part by our unexpected budget surplus. That theoretically could cover the unpaid rent for everybody in California. So if you're behind in your rent, now that the nationwide and California statewide eviction moratoria are kaput, and as of the day of this recording, again, October 1, 2021, some landlords in some cities and counties can recommence serving the notices to pay up or quit the place, commence today, I urge you to look into this program without delay today. And... Additional information, including eligibility and how to complete the application, you can call California COVID-19 Rent Relief Call Center at 833-430-2122, or you can go to their website, housing.ca.gov forward slash COVID underscore RR for rent relief. And if you need assistance with another language or to get help to see if you're eligible. And and actually, they even have people that will help you fill out the application and help you upload the paperwork. And you can schedule an appointment with a a nonprofit organization near you by calling 833-687-0967. So if you didn't have time to write this down, 
it, don't worry about it. This and all my other podcasts are located at the KFAX website, so you can go and listen to the information again, okay? So let's move on and use the remaining minutes to begin to focus on what may be, as I said, the final frontier of staying in your unit by determining if your city or county has implemented a local eviction prevention ordinance and it just might have done so. So the way, you know, the cities that I've, I've shared with you all in Northern California that I've had a chance to research. What do these cities and counties have in common? They declared an independent state of emergency that was related to but separate from and independent of the state of California statewide eviction moratorium. I emphasize the related to but separate from and independent from the state of California statewide eviction moratorium because my preliminary research has revealed that some cities and counties that implemented their emergency declarations tied those declarations to the statewide ban and they, their legal authority have come to the legal conclusion that when California allowed the ban to lapse, their municipal and or county ban evaporated also as a matter of law. So my commandment to all of you within the sound of my voice is to do your own independent homework and see if your city and or county eviction prevention ordinance, if any, is still in effect. If you are a residential tenant, contact your city or county's Department of Housing. And if you are a commercial tenant, contact your city or county's business and or economic development department right away today if not sooner so let's look at the city of oakland i found the following statement from the city of oakland's housing and community development department concerning governor newsom's june 25 2021 eviction moratorium extension through and to September 30, 2021, as related to the city of Oakland. And I quote, What this means for Oakland. The aforementioned September 30th state extension end date has no impact on the city of Oakland. Oakland's moratorium on the eviction and rent increases will last until Oakland, the Oakland City Council terminates the local emergency. Okay? They're going to say all the other points in the governor's extension may apply to Oakland residents and property owners. And they urge you to visit the rental assistance page for more housing resources and tenant and, and property owners information. The statement continues... The Rent Adjustment Program, RAP, a division of the city's Housing and Community Development Department, reminds tenants and property owners to always ask before they act. And they urge you to contact a housing counselor and have your questions answered about the eviction moratoria and all other housing matters by calling 
area code 510-238-3721 or visit Oakland at oaklandca.gov forward slash RAP. Now this is critical. My research has shown that unless there's that separate and distinct um, um, ordinance, declaration of an emergency filed by the particular city and county, if they're referring, if all references are made to what the state does, it might just be the case that the eviction van has evaporated. And I got to tell you, I was surprised to find that the city and county of San Francisco evidently uh, believes that in as much as its uh, declaration of an emergency was related or tied directly with uh, the state of California's that its um, eviction moratoria ceased on September 30, 2021. Again, that was my finding. Please do this research on your own. I believe I read it correctly. Uh, and I believe it's been reported in um, the city and county of San Francisco's prominent newspaper, the San Francisco Chronicle, that the ordinance no longer exists. But before you throw in the towel, reach out to the city and county of San Francisco or wherever you live and satisfy the question yourself. And if you're having problems getting people to talk with you at the city and county, reach out to your elected member of your city council or if you, you your, um, where you live is managed by the county, the board of supervisors that represents your area to make sure that you understand what's going on. And at any rate, even if you're susceptible to being evicted, you need to reach out and get those funds because I believe the state funds, if you are in the application process, it might provide a defense for your eviction. So, again, we're right up against the rub here. Please undertake the research you need to see if you can keep a roof over your and your family's head. So, we're going to leave it there for now. But always in closing here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law, including understanding laws dealing with our ability to stay in our homes and maintain our small business tendencies during the midst of a raging pandemic. But in the meantime, once again, I urge you to please get vaccinated. Get vaccinated for your children's sake, for all our children's sake, until we have herd immunity, until they can get vaccinated themselves. Okay, and please keep your social distance, mask up, wash your hands, because I want you to be around and come and join me next week when we get together. Till next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. 
Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to SelwynWhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.